everybody. Welcome to Everything Fierce with Kimberly. This is my little corner of the internet. I hope you're all doing great today. I was supposed to record Monday, but we were in um, the car traveling. So this week, I would like to talk to you guys about birthing pains. What is Jesus Christ of Nazareth trying to birth in us? The season of birthing, right? So I just want to open in prayer and ask the Holy Spirit to lead us with this podcast and where he wants us to go and what he he wants you listeners to hear and take from this. So Holy Spirit, I ask that you come be with us and our listeners. I ask that you open our hearts to your wisdom and to your word of God, Lord, that everything would come from you, Holy Spirit. And I ask that you would be with the listeners throughout the week. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Okay, so I'm going to start off with scripture, which is from Hosea chapter 13, verse 13. It says, pain has come to the people like the pain of childbirth, but they are like a child who resists the who resists being born. The moment of birth has arrived, but they stay in the womb. Okay, and then I'm going to read first Peter chapter four, verses one. So then, since Christ suffered physical pain, you must arm yourself with the same attitude he had and be ready to suffer too. For if you have suffered physically for Christ, you have finished with sin. And I'm going to read a little bit down more. You won't spend the rest of your life chasing your own desires, but you will be, but you will be anxious to do the will of God. You've had You have had enough in the past of evil things and godless people enjoy their immorality and lust, their feasting and drunkenness and wild parties and their terrible worship of idols. Of course, your former friends are surprised when you no longer plunge into the flood of wild and destructive things they do. So they slander you, but remember that they will have to face God, who stands ready to judge everyone, both the living and the dead. That is why the good news was preached to those who are now dead. So although they were destined to be, to die like all the people, they now live forever with God in the Spirit. The end of the world is coming soon. Soon. Therefore, be earnest and disciplined in your prayers. Most important of all, continue to show deep love for each other, for love covers a multitude of sins. Cheerfully share your home with those who need a meal or a place to stay. So, First Peter chapter 4, that was verses 1 through 9. And then the other scripture that I read before was Hosea chapter 13, verse 13. So if we're reading those two verses and it's talking about the birthing pains and that God is going to come soon. We have to realize that our time is short on the earth. So what is God trying to birth in us? For us women who have been through childbirthing through the contraction that's not very comfortable it's very painful so that being as an example what is God trying to get out of our life and birth something new is he trying to get rid of the way we speak the way we think the things we do the things we say right 
He's trying to birth something new into us because when the days get nearer that Jesus will return, he's starting, he wants to start something new. If it's in society, if he's trying to birth something in us to prepare us for something, for the end times, for obedience, for listening to the Holy Spirit, what is he trying to birth in us? We might be going through hills and valleys in our life, like the song Hills and Valleys, right? So in our hills and valleys, are we looking to Christ? Are we going in our prayer closet? Are we spending alone time with God? Are we falling on our knees in our face? Do we have bruised knees? Do we have knees that want to bend before the Lord? That we want to listen to the Holy Spirit? Are we going to a spirit-filled church? Are we letting the Spirit live in us? Are we allowing the Holy Spirit to change things in us. If we grew up religious, are we allowing the Holy Spirit to change that in us, to open our eyes to what he wants us to see, right? So in all that being said, I believe that me and my family have been going through birthing pains, things that God wants to make new in us, right? We can't hold on so tight and clench so deep and tight to things that we think we need, things that we think we want. We have to yield to the Holy Spirit and stop and say, okay, Holy Spirit, do you want me to make this decision? Do you want me to hang out with this person? Do you want me to talk this way? Is this glorifying you as a wife? Am I honoring my husband in what I say for men? Are the men loving their wives? Are we allowing the Holy Spirit to convict us when we're wrong? And I'm not talking about condemning from what the devil does and saying, oh, you're bad. Oh, you're this. But convicting is from the Holy Spirit that, okay, well, I need to change this in my life. Let me change. Not sitting in sorrow, oh, boo-hoo me, but allowing the Holy Spirit to truly change us. The way we speak, the way people see us, how we interact with people at the grocery store, how we interact with people at work, how we interact with whoever we're around. If it's our children, our husbands, our wives, our friends, do they see the Holy Spirit living in us? Is there a fireball in us that we're so on fire for God that we don't want to offend the Holy Spirit? It has to be that way. We can't just want to please everybody else and not please the Holy One who made us, Jesus Christ, right? We can't be like, oh, well, I'm afraid of my husband might say this or my church might think that or my friends might think this or my friends might think that. No, The Holy Spirit has to go before us and he makes all those things in order. When we're following the word of God, when we're opening in prayer, when we're starting our day off that way, when we're going to our knees, we're going to our prayer closet. Lord, search my heart. Let me be honorable to you. And then it will fall on all the people around us. It'll trickle down, right? We'll honor them because that's how God does it. He has an order, right? It's him. Jesus Christ, the husband, the wife, the children, and everything else that goes underneath that. So in your life today, is there something that you're birthing that God's trying to birth out in you in the new season? Are you sensitive to the Holy Spirit to listen to him? Are we sensitive? It it can go as simple as don't buy this, daughter. Put it down. I was getting ready to buy a ironing board and iron. And I had it in my hand, getting ready to pay. And the Holy Spirit told me to put it back. And I was like, God, what does this mean? Put it back. I need it, right? 
it's not super expensive. It's we need it. But I think right now in these times, the Holy Spirit is teaching me to listen to his voice. He wants to know that I'm obedient. He wants to know when he speaks, I can hear him. That I'm not just like, oh, well, I'm just going to get it anyways. I need it. It's not a sin. No. Because when the end times come, he could say, hey, go here to protect or something, right? Hey, do this. Hey, don't buy that. The food can be poisoned, right? Hey, don't do this. Hey, don't do that. Hey, don't be around these people. Don't go that way. The simple direction of the Holy Spirit is so important. We have to be so in tune with it and so ready to be obedient no matter the cost. It doesn't matter what it costs. He died on the cross for us. He got whooped and beaten. His back, his whole body was bleeding. Could you imagine the agony that he felt for us sinners who didn't even love him yet? Who are in our disobedience, but he was waiting so patiently and loving for us and saying, come to me, daughter. Come to me, son. I love you. I don't want you to die in your sin. I don't want you to go to hell. I want you to live in eternity with me. How was it meant for us? But why would we go to heaven if we don't love him now? Why would we want to spend eternity with him if we can't even spend an hour with him now? Opening up our Bible, reading, say, Lord, search my heart and know any wicked way in me and change me, Lord. Let me hear you, Holy Spirit. Let me die to my flesh daily. Let me fast. Let me pray. Let me seek your face. So in all that, all these people, Hosea, Ezekiel, Jeremiah, these people were ready to listen to the Holy Spirit. Could you imagine Ezekiel? That's the book I'm in. I've been reading. I'm almost done with it. Ezekiel's wife died. And the Holy God told him to not mourn. Could you imagine that obedience it took to do that? The sorrow he must have felt for his wife dying. That's pretty hard, right? But in our... But in our life, are we being obedient? We don't have to go sacrifice a lamb. We don't have to go sacrifice a goat. We don't have to go sacrifice an animal every time we sin. We have to ask the Father. We have to repent and then turn from sin. And it's not once saved, always saved. That's not even biblical. Where Where's that found in the Bible? A lot of people believe that. And that really gives us a, a pass to keep sinning and sinning. And saying, oh, yeah. I'm a sinner saved by grace. No, we are children of God. If we have sinned, we need to ask for forgiveness, repent. That means turn away from that sin and go forward in our walk with Christ. I'm not saying that we're never going to sin, but a repetitive sin. So just, oh, I'll ask God for forgiveness. Oh, I'm going to go this. I'm going to do my own thing because it's more comfortable. And then live that way. God says he searches the heart. And our heart is deceitful above all last. Oh, well, I feel this. Well, okay, our feelings come and go, but the word of God remains the same. So go to the Holy Spirit. If it's simple as, hey, Lord, like, for example, my daughter wants a cell phone. She deserves a cell phone. She's she's honest. She's growing up and she's showing all these responsibilities. And we're getting ready to go get her a cell phone. And the Holy Spirit says, no, wait two months. And I'm like, okay, Holy Spirit. So I told our, we told our daughter, me and my husband, did she fully understand? No, were her feelings hurt a little bit? Yes. But we explained to her, it's more important to listen to the Holy Spirit than to listen to our own flesh, our own self, our own selfish desires. And it 
having a cell phone is not a selfish desire. But what I'm saying is that's how in tune we need to be with the Holy Spirit. When he says, go, go. When he says, jump, jump. When he says, look that way, look that way. When he says, go there, go there. When he says, talk to this person, tell them about me. Tell them about him. Hey, daughter, this man is hurting from his father. And the Holy Spirit's speaking to you to speak to him. Listening so so readily to just say, okay, Lord, here I am. Yes, I live in this earth. Yes, I have to work. Yes, I have to go to school. Yes, I have to do this or that. Whatever it is, I have to provide for my family. I have to be the man or the woman you called me to be. Or if you're a student going to school and you're just starting out, still listening to the Holy Spirit, Lord, is this what you want for my life? Because this is what I want. But I want what you want. I want the best because he gives the best. Sin brings things upon us that we have to deal with later. He could forgive us, but we might live in the consequences of sin 10 years later, 30 years later, whatever it is, right? But the Holy Spirit says, I'm ready and willing, but you have to be ready and willing. It says, draw near to me and I will draw close to you. So God wants us to draw near to him. He wants to know that we love him and he will draw near to us. That's his promise. And I have to honestly say, us being obedient to move to Idaho was his will. It was not our will. Taking it away, taking us away from everything we knew and him saying, I got this. I got this. I have a plan and a purpose for this daughter or son. I have a plan and a purpose for you, listener. Just listen to me. How do I, Lord, how do I speak to my children? Lord, help me to unlearn the things I grew up with, right? Lord, help me to love them. Lord, help me to change my perspective to your perspective. Lord, help me to be the help partner I'm called to be, to not fight it. Oh, well, this, this, and that. No. He has called me to be the help partner, putting aside what I feel. And that's part of the Christian walk. It's a narrow walk, right? Walking daily in that, walking in his path, walking in his footsteps, listening to the Holy Spirit, listening to that voice to say, hey, don't do that. Hey, there's a flashing yellow light. Stop right there. But all that to say is that he he does this because he loves us. And one day we will spend eternity with him if we are saved. And we love him and we're following him. We're saved by great grace. Not by works. We can't work our way to heaven. Works are just the evidence that we love him, right? If we love our husband, we're not going to be, hey, I love you. No, it's going to show in our everyday life the same thing with Jesus, right? It's going to show. It's not that we got the works and that's how we got saved. No, it's by his grace that we've been saved. Thank you, Lord, because none of us deserve it. Not me, not you, none of us. The Bible said says that we are but filthy rags. There's no good person, but he makes us new. So... I just wanted to share with you guys to pay attention to what he's trying to birth in your life. In my group that I'm in, we're learning about the birthing pains. And I was getting ready to do my podcast and I was like, okay, I'm going to do it on the dream and vision I had. My almost death experience. But the Holy Spirit said, no, you're going to do about birthing pains. And I said, okay, Holy Spirit, just lead me and show me. So for whoever this podcast touches, pray, Lord, what are you trying to birth in me? Stir me up, Lord. Give me a fire in my soul, deep down in my soul, Holy Spirit. Let me lead my family. Let me show my family 
But ultimately, Holy Spirit, let me be led by you that I'm pleasing you, Father. That my everyday life pleases you. Who am I reaching for the kingdom? Who am I praying for? Who am I telling this? Per- am I telling anybody about you? When I walk into the grocery store and you tell me to go talk to this person, am I being obedient? You're telling me to tell this family member a certain thing and you're scared to tell them. But am I pleasing you, Holy Spirit? Am I honoring you? Am I loving you? Am I just sitting in your presence saying, thank you, Lord, for who you are? Am I just being quiet so I can hear your voice? Am I stopping everything to say, Lord, here I am. I know you've been waiting to spend time with me all day. And I got busy in the busyness of this life. We all have done it, right? We're not perfect. Thank God for God's love and grace. But times are near. We have to remember he's trying to birth something in us spiritually. Maybe even physically. Maybe he's trying to stop everything we're doing. To change our life into something. He's saying, hey, quit that job. Hey, homeschool your kids. Hey, go to this job. Hey, do that. Hey, move here. I need you to move to a new city. So that way you can speak to these people. Look at Jonah. He wasn't being obedient obedient to go to Nineveh and he had to get swallowed up by a big fish of some sort and the and Jesus God had to speak to him and then he was obedient let's not wait that long for the Lord to have to do something major like that to like hey I'm trying to get your attention pay attention right We don't want to be so stubborn that we have to wait for something like that to happen. Something so dramatic. We say, okay, Lord, here I am. Yes, I'm tired. Yes, I'm weak. Yes, I have to do this. Yes, I have to do that. But wherever your prayer closet is, if it's in your car on your way to work, if it's in in your car on just dropping off your kids, wherever they're getting dropped off at, if it's on your way to the grocery store and that's your time away with the Lord, Spend that time with him. He desires that he loves us. He died on the cross for us that were wicked. That have sin. He died simply because he loves us. He desired a friendship with us. He desires to be honored. He is the father. And times are getting close. Things are happening. And this is not to be something fearful, but it's to be truthful. We have to speak truth to the people we love. If we love our children and we're saying, hey, don't go close to, too close to the pool because they're little and they could fall in and they don't have a life vest, we're warning them. That's the same thing the Holy Spirit's doing with us. He's warning us, hey, get ready. Times are near. Stop living religious. Stop being like the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Let him move in your life. There is deliverance. It's real. Some Christians think, oh, people can't have a demon. People can have demons that are saved. A lot of Christians suffer in church with mental issues, hearing voices, thinking it's theirs. It's not theirs. You have to rebuke that out in the mighty blood of Jesus Christ and send it back to the pit where it belongs. There's healing for the body. There's restoration for the soul. Sometimes after deliverance, you just need to break down those strongholds. You need to break down those barriers and say, okay, I got delivered from this demonic spirit. Now I need healing. Now I need those strongholds broken down in my life. I can't do this. I can't do that. 
you shouldn't be getting delivered for the same thing and the same thing. It's different if it's different things. That's not a problem. But when we're getting deliverance for the same thing and we're allowing seven more to come back in, you're just going to become a deliverance junkie. The Holy Spirit has never meant that for us. He's used it as a tool to help us, a benefit for us. Thank you, thank you, Jesus, for that. Because a lot of us are in bondage that don't believe in deliverance. A lot of us are in bondage because we keep going back to our vomit. So we have to break down those strongholds, right? The Bible talks about strongholds. The Bible talks about deliverance. Jesus delivered a little boy. He went from synagogue to synagogue. What does that tell you? Who was in a synagogue? Those were like churches nowadays, right? We can't be so wrapped up in our theology and our theories and our doctrines. That's like, no, Lord, I want to believe in what you say to believe. I want to hear your voice. Not what people tell me to think. But look, Holy Spirit, you lead my life. And I'm not talking talking about the three in one you know that those are important things I'm not telling you to change your theology I'm talking about oh the gifts died the the gifts in the book of Acts died and Matthew Mark and Luke those all died no they did not die people can still be raised from the dead people can be healed people can be delivered demons can be cast out women can preach I was taught that they couldn't but that was my lack of knowledge that's not to put that responsibility on anybody else that was me I had to get in my word and ask the Holy Spirit to lead me we all do you know that is not to pinpoint or say this this and that no not to gossip but just to learn truth and to say okay Holy Spirit I didn't know that but thank you for teaching me now thank you for loving me now and loving those people that still believe that way you know say just showing them in love you know this is what I've seen, this is what I believe. I've seen demons cast out of my own family, myself. So people that are Christians do have demons, but they need to be cast out and go where they belong because they don't belong in us, right? They're not going to come over here and torture us and make us think things that we're not supposed to, hear things we're not supposed to, give us suicidal thoughts, right? Give us anxious thoughts, give us all these things. And we think, oh, we need medicine, medicine, medicine. Medicine has a place. But we need to start going to God first. Can I cast this out? Can there be a healing? And then if that doesn't work, then you go seek a counselor. You can't counsel a demon out, right? You need to cast that out. And then if you need counseling, you go to that counselor after. Because there's still a time and a place for that. But that should not be over God. That should not override God. And remember, you cannot counsel a demon out. It has to leave. In the mighty name of Jesus, it has to go so you can be set free and walk in your calling and be on fire for the Lord where you're going to all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So just to reiterate, what we talked about is the birthing pains. Pray this week, Lord, what are you trying to birth in me? Show me, Lord God, so I can draw near to you and you can draw near to me. Reveal to me, Holy Spirit, what you want me to see in the spirit realm. Are we going to the third heaven to meet with Jesus? Are we going to that quiet place? He just loves us so much. He loves his sons and daughters. He wants the best for us. We will have to go through suffering, the Bible says. That's what we just read about. We will have to go through suffering. Are we ready to go through suffering? If we can't listen now to the Holy Spirit, how will we listen then during hard times, right? So all this to say is to encourage you 
Ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, what are you trying to birth in my life? Show me, Holy Spirit. Guide me this week, Lord. I want answers, Holy Spirit. Show me and guide me. Get in your word. Maybe he's going to answer you through the word. Maybe he's going to answer you through a dream or vision. Or you're going to hear him audibly. However he does it, he will do it. If he's using an unbeliever, I don't know. Test the spirits, the Bible say. If you don't know what's from him, test it. He gives us all the answers, right? So I'm going to leave you with that today. I know I'm supposed to upload every Monday and I'm trying to stick really good to that schedule. But again, we were traveling from California back to Idaho. So listen to the Holy Spirit. Let him guide your life. Let him show you what he wants to get rid of, what he wants to keep. He wants to make all things new. So I hope you guys have a great week. Until next time, come check me out next Monday and you'll hear a new video. Have a great day. Bye-bye.